Napa know-how. This month, get a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil plus a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98. That's a pretty unbelievable deal. But trust us, it's totally real, but only for a limited time. So get Napa Full Synthetic and a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98 today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 4 30 19. What's up, everybody? This is G Marie coming to you live and in full effect with G Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Welcome. Uh, this is episode 14. Um, just want to thank everybody that's been listening to G Marie Taught Me. Um, man, we got people in Virginia, LA, Detroit, and I have one person in India listening to G Marie Taught Me. That is really big. So thank you guys so much for listening to G Marie Taught Me. Um, man, it, it's been crazy. This is a lot of fun. Uh, episode 14. So we're here. So today's thug motivation affirmation know your net worth yes so this is the um topic for today and i want to read something that i post on twitter um so yeah i will be doing something called a thug motivation affirmation along with ask g marie and of course you know you guys are always more than welcome to kick it with me so if there's anything you want to talk about you can always shoot me an email or you can hit me up on instagram um during the ask g marie segment so yeah, so um, this is what I wrote. Know your net worth, and that's in um, parentheses. Then add tax. Um, as a small business owner, I charge what I charge for a reason. Never let anyone convince you to compromise your value, personal and or professional, no matter how long you've been in the game. Keep doing you, boo-boo. So yes, I wrote that um, based off of an experience that I had that I actually talked about um, in one of my podcasts, basically just addressing an issue with somebody I was doing business with um, and him telling me that I needed to um, work my way up in the game and change my prices and I shouldn't be charging what I'm charging. Um, But the reason why I wrote that, I think it was because somebody asked me a question about, you know, knowing your worth and not really uh, compromising who you are, especially in this very, very competitive industry. Um, And me being a female DJ that is heavily populated by male DJs, um, it's kind of competitive, but at the same time, at the end of the day, uh, women are always overworked and underpaid. And for me, I know why I charge what I charge for a reason. So um, I wrote that as a reminder, not only for um, others that feel like they have to compromise their worth, but um, also for myself. 
Uh, so again, this show is kind of like, hey, you know what, Gab, you got to take your own advice. So, you know, it's easier to talk the talk, but you got to walk the walk also. Um, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not perfect at all. And all the advice that I do offer on this show, I absolutely need to take my own advice. So, yeah. So know your net worth and add tax. Um, but yeah, most importantly, just know your net worth. So... I want to talk about um, uh, it's it's kind of along the lines of of dating. So we will address uh, personal topics as well as professional topics, and then I will go into um, the Ask She Marie segment where I was asked a couple of questions last week um, while I was out of town on my work trip in Cleveland. And y'all tell you guys about that too. Uh, it was pretty dope. I got to stay in a, a really nice Airbnb. But yeah, so um, know your net worth. So as far as like my professional life, um, being a hardworking woman and just, you know, always on the move and doing like hella stuff, <laughs> it is kind of hard to have a functional dating life. But um, something that I realized just during this process of quote-unquote dating people um and this is this is for my ladies too so guys i mean you know you can bear with me either you can agree or you can disagree but this is just you know me just talking real shit um ladies you you gotta be really really intentional with how you set yourself up as far as um dating so I noticed that as of lately, uh, my dating life, it's not that it's been shitty, it just hasn't been going the way that I would like for it to go. And as a result, um, I found myself cutting everybody off. <laughs> I mean, everybody. And I don't mean like my friends, I mean guys that I'm, you know, quote unquote, kicking with. The reason why I finally just kind of say, you know what? Mm, we got to start over because I know that in the future, I actually would like to be in a relationship with one person. So I had to kind of reevaluate how um, I was setting myself up as far as dating. Uh, am I letting these men know in the beginning what it is that I'm looking for or, or am I just going with the flow? And... I guess because at the time I was just kind of like, you know, I'm enjoying myself. I'm young. I don't have any kids. Um, just, you know, me, myself and I, so I can kind of do whatever I want. But what I realized at the end of the day was I just wasn't enjoying the dating process because I wasn't setting my intentions with, you know, a couple of the guys that I was either dating or kicking me with. And as a result, um, I kind of, you know, I, I walked away from the situation kind of just feeling like, uh, I mean, this isn't going anywhere. So I don't see any point in either of us wasting each other's time type of thing. So ladies, you know, if you really, really, really want to date, and this kind of goes back to the uh, dating for dummies topic that we talked about last week um you really got to get clear with your intentions as far as you know what you expect out of the guy that you're either kicking with or dating 
Um, and you got to ask him questions too. And you got to see where his head is at because not all guys want to date. Some just, you know, want to kick it, have the benefits of relationship, but not necessarily have the title. So if you don't want the um, hassle or the headache, then you have to be mindful of the shit that you put in the atmosphere also. If you're accepting their bullshit, then it's nothing you can do because you never made it clear as to uh, what it was that you know you wanted to do as far as dating. So you can't be disappointed or you can't expect any more or any less because there wasn't any dialogue in the beginning um, of the situation. And I think that's probably why I enjoy dating people that I don't know. Like, so me kicking it with mofos that I've been knowing for like 10 plus years, that shit is, that's just out the window. Um, <laughs> I, I can't do it. I cannot do it anymore. Simply because they already know me. You know, they know the shit that irritates me. They know the things that make me happy and they know how to get under my skin. But I feel like even though you can set your intentions um, in the beginning of the dating process, for whatever reason, I really feel like men that I've been knowing for 10 plus years, they're not getting it. Like, they don't get it. I don't know if they're just not grasping <laughs> what it is that I'm telling them or if they just, you know, kind of decide at the beginning, like, well, you know, this is what it is. So it really don't matter. We just kicking it. We move on to bleep to bleep. But that should get annoying after a while because it's like, you know what? Listen, if you, um, matter of fact, yeah, it's, it's one guy who he just, he knew we were going to be in a relationship and he was like, so, um, hell bent on us dating. Uh, he just knew that, you know, I was going to be his girl. He even invited me over his mom's house for Thanksgiving. And like all of this shit kind of happened within a month time span. But the issue is that although, you know, everything sounded you know sweet like peaches and shit he wasn't consistent with the shit he was telling me so how do you expect me to be consistent if you're not following through with the shit that you're telling me i mean you know man you can tell us stuff and make it sound good just so we stay around but like i said at the end of the day you know women you gotta know what it is that you're getting yourself into and, and you cannot be upset if you know your intentions or his intentions weren't made clear in the beginning and to be real with you i feel like when people don't discuss what it is um i kind of feel like you already you're setting up yourself for failure simply because it's not gonna uh go any further than what it is it's probably just you know kicking it netflix and chilling fucking and that's it like it's nothing like we're not actually investing time in each other um engaging in dialogue like stimulating each other mentally and spiritually versus just physical contact and the guy that i was quote unquote dating at the time and i say quote unquote because i think he was more so dating me and i was just kicking it with him um he says something about you know like, you know, I don't understand why women try to, like, remove sex out of a situation and whatever. You can't just do that to a guy. But my whole thing was, you know, obviously, if you're attracted to somebody, you're going to have sex with that person. But the thing is, I was genuinely trying to get to know him 
um, far beyond us, you know, being cool for like 10 or plus years. I actually wanted to see where his head was at because people grow up and, you know, shit is not the same 10 or 15 years ago like it is today. So, you know, you might be in a new headspace or you might be doing the same bullshit you were doing 10 or 15 years ago. So I got to see where your head is at first before I just, you know, jump in the sack with you. But again, I mean, like I said, I think he was more so dating me and I was kicking it with him. So when I wasn't taking it seriously, he was taking it seriously. And then when I decided to take it seriously, that's when he kind of switched on me. And now I'm just like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe this isn't going to work out. And it's not like I'm mad or anything. I'm not disappointed um, because I, I felt that it wasn't going to work out from the beginning. But he insisted that it was going to work out. Um, and he just knew that we were going to be together. But another one bites the dust. So, yeah, like I said, women, you got to get really, really clear with your intentions. Um, I mean, but I've already said it before. I talk a lot of shit. Um, but when I'm actually serious about something, I will make the time for that thing or that person. And... It's really hard, you know, actually walking into a new situation where you kind of don't know the person and they're learning about you. You're learning about them. Um, even just like letting a person stay at your crib and stuff just to see how y'all mesh or whatever. And, you know, obviously you can't live with everybody. Like I've only lived with one man and that was my ex. I'm not going to say his name, though, but that was my ex. And we lived together for four years, but we were only together for about two and a half. And when we broke up, we were still living together. So that was a very interesting situation. But um, I definitely do not encourage anybody that's in a relationship or, you know, broken up with your spouse and y'all still living together. Get out as soon as you can. Please get out. Um, that shit is not healthy. It's not fun y'all start hating each other and it's just unnecessary tension in the house like unnecessary tension but again so uh taking my own advice <laughs> you know be intentional with what it is that you want to do moving forward as far as dating um but again know your worth know your worth um don't just settle for any fucking thing and i'm talking about there's some motherfuckers out here that's uh <laughs> married and single and then there's some motherfuckers out here that single and still in relationships and i'm not saying that loosely i'm saying that shit because i'm ex i've experienced that where there's a gentleman who is very married and he's been playing a single role for a minute. Um, he he approaches me a lot and it's it's not even cute. It's well, it was never cute to begin with. But um I think that shit is so messed up, like to be in a situation where say you're not happy with your marriage or whatever, but you just still out here living your best life while your wife and kids, you know, at the crib chilling or whatever. And not saying that this person is a bad father. He's not a bad father. He's just a terrible husband. Um, but I, women, if, if you are messing with anybody that is married, um, I strongly suggest that you just don't even put yourself in that predicament because I feel like shit can get really messy after a while. One, two, 
I feel like that can taint your marriage. Like, if you finally decide that you want to get married, like, I feel like that shit, that karma will carry over into your marriage. So just, you know, be careful with dealing with shit like that. And like I said, I've dealt with a married man before. I know people that have dealt with other married men um, as far as just, you know, kicking it with them and stuff. But to be real with you, that shit is not cool. It's not cool at all. And unfortunately, and, and I'm, you know, I'm talking about it because this is an open book. This is a judgment-free zone. And I'm pretty sure there are plenty of women out there that have been in the same situation I've been in. But I have kicked it with a guy on and off who was married for the second time and just was not happy with his marriage. But, um, you know, obviously we, we messed around with it or whatever. But uh, it was getting to a point where... You know, we, we were asking those serious questions like, you know, me meeting his kids and how are we going to approach the situation and what are we going to do? And it's like, you know what? This shit getting real messy now because you are still married legally. Like, it doesn't matter how fucked up your relationship is. You and your wife still live together. You out here sneaking around, you know, trying to kick with me and spend the night at my crib and stuff. And it shouldn't have to even be like that. I should be able to openly date and see somebody that I'm, you know, dating as much as I want to, not when it's convenient for that person or when they can, you know, sneak out of the house like they on punishment or some shit. Like, that's not cute. And this just goes back to knowing your worth. I feel like as women, we have to know what to accept and what not to accept. And for a while, I was accepting that bullshit because I wasn't invested wholeheartedly. But... When the conversation started coming up um, about meeting his kids and how we would approach the situation moving forward, that's when it was like, okay, no, this is becoming too real because it's just, this is really messy. And when kids are involved, that's a really sensitive subject. I would never want to be the type of person to impede on a fucked up marriage and in in the way that you know it's happening it's not like you're divorced you're living by yourself you've been by yourself for a while and then i'm meeting your kids it's like no nigga you are still married you still live with your wife you still pay all the bills you are still the head of your household no matter how fucked up your marriage is you guys still are functioning and i don't want to be a part of that i just i don't so ladies if you've ever been in that situation or if you are in that situation now get out know your worth know your net worth don't continue to put up with that type of bullshit because there are plenty of good men out here even though we feel like they aren't out here they're out here it's just a matter of being patient and aligning yourself with the universe um, so you can prepare for the right man to come into your life. And that also goes back to, um, like I said, you know, when I was dating and just the shit that I was dealing with in my personal dating life, I had to realize that I wasn't aligning myself to receive the type of man that I wanted to marry. Um, better yet, you know, we as women, we could talk about the type of man that we want, but are we the type of woman that the man that we want is like are, are we that type of person for them um so it's like you know we we can't ask the almighty for you know 
oh, I want this man, I, I want this man to be like this and like that, and whatever. But in fact, we're not even the type of woman that the man that we want, you know, we're, we're not the type of woman that he needs us to be. So we can pray for a certain type of man, but we also need to pray to be a certain type of woman for that certain type of man. And that's just real shit. Like, you know, don't shoot the messenger. But I'm I'm speaking this shit because, like I said, I've been there, done that. And I just, I don't want to be in that position anymore. I really don't. I don't. Um. So, yeah. So, know your network. Now, professional-wise. <laughs> um. So, this is very interesting because I am balancing my... Uh, business as well as working in corporate America which can be a challenge um it, it's it's cool at times only because of the way that my schedule is set up I create my own schedule um I get to travel whenever I feel like it I do have to submit a schedule um like planned out two weeks in advance or whatever but like I get maybe eight hours worth of work done in like two hours and i still get paid for the whole day so like i said it, it it's cool but it can be really challenging because sometimes my focus can shift from my regular job to my business because i'm so invested in my bit <gasps> excuse me i'm so invested in my business and building my brand um that i often you know forget about the the for show for show money you know so make sure you you know taking care of the the important stuff first like uh it's about prioritizing you definitely have to prioritize the thing that is paying your bills right at that moment um and then you can go back to the other thing that it is that you're passionate about not saying that you can't make time for it but you know just be mindful of that stuff so yeah so I charge what I charge for a reason and I am not ashamed to charge what I charge for a reason even though I've only been in business um it'll be a year January 5th I thought it was the 7th but it'll be the 5th but I know my value too and I know um what I offer as far as being a DJ um being a media company a multimedia company uh, that specializes in you know sound equipment rental um special effects and soon um a podcast network so my my main target honestly for my business g marie media um are minority women mainly because there's a shortage in female djs and there's also a shortage in minority women in multimedia so my goal is to continue to educate um millennial minority women and and break barriers and get their foot in the door to be able to do the stuff that you know not only i'm doing but what other people can do for generations to come and they'll be able to teach what i'm teaching them to the next generation so that's why i really started uh g marie media um but yeah know your net worth man and I say that because, you know, oftentimes we, we compromise who we are a lot just to, you know, get the bare minimum. And that goes with relationships also. 
we will compromise like a motherfucker just because we feel like well you know i can't get anything else so i'm gonna just go ahead and, and settle but if it's something that you're really passionate about or something that you really really care about or something that you strongly believe in don't settle like relationships um professional anything like just don't settle it's it's the worst thing in the world because like i think the worst thing especially when it comes to relationships like say if you married and you married the wrong person but you were so hell bent on being alone that you're like i'm just going to take whatever god throws my way <laughs> but that's not necessarily you know your blessing you think it's your blessing but it really isn't so you you know um say if i don't know like it, it's somebody you've been kicking with or whatever but you you still kind of question the shit that they do or whatever or still something that you just don't agree with or how they move and how they act but you're like you know what i mean that's just how they are i'm gonna just deal with it uh when they finally ask to you know take your relationship to the next step but now you're in a situation and you're miserable as fuck uh because you settled you're trying to figure out ways you can get out of your relationship like shit am i gonna uh you know fall down a bunch of stairs and say this fool pushed me down the stairs like just crazy shit you know and and i've been that person before because i've been in that four-year relationship where i was not happy and i felt like i was settling because at the time the relationship it felt good and it was good for me and it taught me a lot but i knew i couldn't be the person that my spouse wanted me to be for them because i wasn't fully invested i was i was more worried about building my brand um, making a difference in the community and finding a job that was flexible <laughs> and that paid well and what's so crazy about that i remember like some years ago maybe like three years ago i sat down and i wrote out my um intentions like the things that i wanted to accomplish and it was like this workbook that i got from the university i attended and there was a section that just kind of asked like you know what are like the top 10 things you want to accomplish within like the next five years and stuff and i wrote all of that shit out and at the end of my list was marriage and that concerned me because you know most women like when we find our spouse and we all in love and shit and things are going well you like yeah you know we gonna get married and it's not like we didn't talk about marriage we talked about marriage we started looking for rings everything but for whatever reason marriage was not my top priority and that's when things started to shift because i literally put it out there in the atmosphere that i was not ready to get married so um the power in the tongue is real writing shit down and affirming it is really real so be careful what you put in the atmosphere because sometimes that shit will come back and bite you in the ass <laughs> so just, yeah just just be careful be really careful um but you know i still learned a lesson from that uh i am now in a better position financially and um mentally now i'm still you know dealing with the loss of um of gary and i know y'all like damn how many ex-boyfriends she got i really don't have a lot <laughs> um but the one that i was absolutely in love with i mean head over heels was gary and 
I think everybody knows that. But, but yeah, so I am, I, I know my worth. I know my worth and I know my network. And hopefully, you know, you guys will figure that out someday too. So, so let's uh, get into Ask G. Marie. Um, somebody sent me a question not too long ago. Um, I'm trying to pull it up now. And the question, um, it talked about, so it says, what do you believe makes you different from other millennials? And uh, my answer was, uh, the fact that I am me makes me different. Comparison is the thief of all joy. Uh, my journey may or may not be different from others. However, uh, God made us all different in his image for a reason. So I said that because, like I said, oftentimes, you know, we compare ourselves to other people and we get so caught up in their hype that we forget how awesome we are like how fucking awesome we are and you know there are times where i might get caught up in other people's hype too especially um social media like i feel like social media <sighs> social media really be messing some people up because you'll compare your journey to another person's journey and then you feel like you're falling behind because you're a certain age or um you you're you expected to be like in a certain place in your life but you didn't get there yet but the thing is if you've made an effort to get there then you're doing something right like you're doing something right and for me because and, and i'm from detroit but i feel like it's a lot of people here that are detroit famous like i feel like it's a popularity contest here and a lot of Detroit people that's listening, you know, some probably agree and some probably disagree and you are entitled to your opinion, but there is, is nothing but a popularity contest here in Detroit, nothing but a popularity contest. But what I had to remember too, is that man, if we didn't have social media, Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff, y'all be some regular ass people just like the rest of us, um, primarily social media influencers like some of y'all take that shit to the head and it's not even that deep like if you are on social media to influence make sure you doing it in a way that's actually genuine and you're not just out here just doing shit because you know you heard uh, you hold a certain title on social media and you think you can just talk to people any old kind of way i don't like that shit like um, there were a couple people um, I, you know, was following for like inspiration and motivation and stuff, but then their content, like just how they talk to people because they feel like they can just talk to people any old kind of way. That shit is a turn off for me. So I started unfollowing some people because I'm like, you know, like I said, if you're an influencer, you're here to inspire, but people take that shit and will run with it just because they didn't got some blue check on their instagram page making them official or they got more than 10k followers who cares who gives a fuck <laughs> but um so yeah so i i know i'm different in my own way but i'm uniquely me 
because that's just who I am. I don't try to sugarcoat anything. I don't try to be like anybody else. Um, a lot of people either rock with that or they cannot stand me. And I've come to a point in my life now that I'm almost 30 that I don't give a fuck about the opinion of other people. A person's opinion of me is technically none of my business. You know, but then again, we got some motherfuckers out here that pretend not to see me, but they're inspired by the shit that I am doing. And I noticed that on my Instagram uh, story, there is one person in particular. This, and when I say she cannot, she can't stand me, but she's always watching my shit. And it is the funniest thing because it's like, listen, Either you're going to love me 100% or you're going to hate me 100%. Don't be 50-50 with me. Like, just just don't. You know, it's cool. I feel like when a person is real about how they really feel about you, like, if they just hate you 100%, I respect the motherfucker that hates me 100% versus the person that pretends to like me 50% of the time and then the other 50%, you know, talking shit about me behind their back or whatever. Like... Just if you're just gonna hate me, just hate me. But I see you. I've been watching you, and I know you've been watching me. It's okay. If you're inspired, be inspired. Don't just just stop holding back. Just come over and love me. Come and be my friend. Like I'm a cool person until you fuck me over. But I'm one of the nicest people you ever meet. So okay. Um, the other question that I was asked: uh, What keeps you true to your craft? while marketing yourself and not being tempted uh, to compare. So my answer was uh, my mom always stressed that authenticity is everything. If you try to conform and do what other people are doing, you won't stand out in this competitive industry. Um, So again, just going back to knowing your worth and, and also really implementing who you are as a person. Like, do you do you don't try to be like anybody else because at the end of the day you know for one comparison is the thief of all joy don't compare yourself to other people it's no point it really isn't um but you got to find what works for you and embrace that shit and like i said there are some people that fuck with me 100 because i don't try to pretend to be anything else you know, but just who I am, uh, what God made me to be. And then there's some people that really don't like me just because of the way that other people show me love. And I think that is like some fucked up shit because that just shows where um, their head is as far as just being confident within themselves. Like, get that hate out of your heart. It's not, that's not healthy. That shit is not healthy. Um, but also, you got to be careful with the motherfuckers that's in your inner circle that fuck with you 50%, but the other 50% talk shit about you. And like I said, I had a best friend. I had a female best friend who I we fell out, didn't talk for like two or three years, and got back cool, was straight for two years, and then we fell out again. And we are not friends at all. And I never... Or should I say, it's not that I never paid attention to some of the shit that she would say to me, but after a while, I started, you know, just kind of 
reevaluating the shit that she was saying about me in a jokingly way and I'm I'm using quotes even though you can't see me I'm using air quotes um she would say stuff in a jokingly way but there was some seriousness behind it and then when we like we got into an argument about something that she said that I did not agree with but I didn't cut her off or I didn't fall out with her because of what she said at that moment I, I cut her off because of what she said two days later on social media instead of just coming to me and just being you know a real friend and cussing me out in my house versus talking indirect shit about me on social media and i'm talking about on three different social media platforms obviously she wanted me to see what the fuck she had to say but most importantly you couldn't just call me or say that shit to me in my face like that that shit it went i don't know it, that shit went past my head and shit was so crazy um she finally followed me on one of my event pages that shit was kind of funny because i know i changed my event page a lot um but i have an event that i am in the process of getting ready to relaunch i'm not gonna tell y'all yet until everything is uh set in motion but just uh be on the lookout for some hot shit i'm gonna say that but yes so yeah i mean be careful of the niggas in your inner circle be very careful because the people that you think got your best interest it interest they might not always have your best interest so just be careful but <sighs> we are approaching the end of episode 14 um again thank you guys so much for kicking it with g marie on g marie taught me the podcast um shoot me an email if you guys have a question for me if there's a topic that you want me to talk about or if you just want to say hi um shoot me an email at booking that's b-o-o-k-i-n-g at g marie m-a-r-i-e media m-e-d-i-a dot com um you can follow us on instagram g marie taught me finally has a page i still have to post stuff but i will be posting um previous episodes on the g marie taught me instagram page so yes follow um us on instagram at g marie taught me that's g m a r i e t a u g h t m e or you can like us on facebook at g marie taught me as well um if you want to kick it with me you can follow me on my personal page on instagram um at djg marie you can also like me on facebook at djg marie as well and i'm on twitter um it's at dj underscore g marie so again uh, thank you guys so much for listening thank you to my one international listener uh i really appreciate it and, and tell your friends to you know follow us on instagram i am going to do a giveaway and i will have a guest on next week's episode i'm not going to tell you what it's about but just know that i will have somebody next week so be on the lookout for that but thank you so much and i look forward to kicking it with y'all soon talk to you later bye